Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. God gave us Jesus and all that he is and all that he was and all that he has done has been given to us according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Welcome to Rama for Today. If you joined us yesterday, you've already begun positioning yourself to take back what belongs to you. But remember, it's by faith. Keep listening as Reverend Kenneth W. Hagen continues his series on Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen. And later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer that's going to help you do just that. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen. You ever notice that many things and many statements that are made to you, you immediately in your mind without realizing it, you immediately have a vision or a picture of something happening. Many times when I'm studying for a message and, and I'm looking down there and I'm reading through notes and different things, many times as I, I'll read something, It'll trigger in my mind and I'll have a, in my mind now, I'll have a picture of a man by the name, he didn't stand very tall, maybe five, six, five, five, by the name of William Burton McCafferty. I see him standing in room 11 at Southwestern College teaching us the principles of Daniel and Revelation, and it, it, this has especially been on my mind with uh, what's been going on over in the Middle East and the different things. And as I read certain things, I hear Brother McCafferty, as he taught me years ago, in my mind, I still hear his voice. I still see his face. I still see him as uh, two old boys come in one day and they said, well, Brother Mac, we got you today. And he said, what? Yeah, and they quoted one verse of scripture to substantiate their, their belief. And I watched him as he said, well, boys, you got a good one, don't you? Now, he was, you got to remember, he was in his uh, 70s, I guess, then. Because he was over at, uh, in Arkansas, Fort Smith, Arkansas, I think it was, or Little Rock, one of those places, when they started the Assemblies of God back in 1914. So you got to realize he'd been around a long time. I thank God I had the privilege of being sitting in class and listening to Emmy Collins, who was a protege of P.C. Nelson, grew up under P.C. Nelson over here, went to school over at Enid before Southwestern ever moved from there. And, uh, and, and Dr. McCafferty and many other great men of God that go way back. The roots went way back. I had the opportunity to sit in their classes. And I remember so distinctly, as I'm talking about it now, I can see the two guys. I can see them. And they sat right over against the window on the second row. And I, I, I remember so distinctly, I never will forget. He closed his Bible. He closed all of his notes, books, and he, and he, he commenced. And for 45 minutes, he gave them chapter and verse faster than we could turn to it in our Bibles to discredit their belief that they had, and they had one scripture to base it on. For 45 minutes, that man quoted nothing but the word of God. So whenever things happen 
it immediately brings a mental picture in your mind. When I hear the word take, I immediately think about somebody reaching out and grabbing a hold of something, getting a hold of it. Take is a, is a very active word. It doesn't matter what you want to think about it. It matters whether you're going to do anything about it or not. See, it seems as one writer has said, writing about promises in the word of God. So many times nowadays you make a statement and somebody goes and counts it and brings it back and said, you're wrong. Well, I, I didn't go count them. I'm taking this man's word for it. So don't write me no letters. He said there are 32,000 promises in the word of God. I don't know. I'm going to take his word for it, but i tell you one thing. It contains enough promises that it's got me by and it's going to get me by from now on. So that's all that really matters in the first place. That's the thing that really counts. But anyway, this guy said that there's 32,000 promises made by God himself. Now I want to ask you a question. Who did Jesus purchase these 32,000 promises for? He sure didn't purchase them for God because God didn't need them. He sure didn't purchase them for the angels because the angels are sealed. He sure didn't purchase them for anybody else but the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the ecclesia, the called out ones. God gave us Jesus and all that he is and all that he was and all that he has done has been given to us according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. Notice the word hath. H-A-T-H. That is Elizabethan English for has. Now the word has, is it past tense, present tense, or future tense? Then if, if he has given it unto us, what have we got to do to get it? Receive it. Reach out and get it. Reach out and take it. If somebody has done something for you, let, let's take for instance, suppose that somebody came up and told you, they said, now, I have put a million dollars in your bank account. Here's the checks. And you get word that there's some problem back home, wherever you come from. And you go out to the airport and you're sitting out there in the airport crying. Oh, I sure need to go back to home. I sure need to go back to mama's place because they need me there. And if a person that had heard you talking about what all you had come by and saw you sitting out there crying and said, oh, I sure need to go to mama's house. I sure wish I had a plane ticket so I could go. They'd laugh at you. They'd think you're crazy. 
Well, what are we doing the same thing with, to God for? God has already said that he's given unto us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. He's given us health. He's given us happiness. He's given us, us joy. He's given us life and that more abundantly. We have all that we need. But yet, we see those that are not receiving. And people wonder. And people begin to question, well, does faith in God really work? I'm going to tell you it does. See, I may not know the future. Somebody said, well, what's going to happen? I don't really know. But this one thing I know, I am fully persuaded that 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 I have committed unto him, he shall keep. I am fully persuaded that as I believe God, and take the promises of God that I will come out victorious on the other side. Somebody said, how? I don't know. All I know is God said that all of my needs are gonna be supplied according to his riches and glory. All I know is that God said that by his stripes we were healed. All I know is that God has promised me prosperity. He has promised me life. He has promised me a little bit of heaven to go to heaven in and to sit around and let the devil steal from you. It's your own fault. Not God's, don't go crying to him. Get up and begin to say it is written and take what belongs to you. The devil has had it long enough. Faith takes. Faith believes. Faith receives all of those involved in taking. Somebody has said that the word receive in Mark eleven twenty four 24 can be translated take with force or seize with a grip that cannot be shaken loose. Oh, I like that. When you get ready to go out and to get what belongs to you, you better be willing to get a hold of that thing with a grip that can't be broken. Come up here, Tony. Take this thing away from me. I have a feeling I won't be able to. <laughs> Hang on to it. I don't care what the devil tries. Dig your feet in. Rip it away from me. It belongs to me. Ain't enough devils in hell to take it away from me. God said it. I believe it and take it by faith. I mean, you got to hold on to it. Now, where do you get the muscles to hold on to it? Your faith muscles got to be strong. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. 
If you hadn't been working out your faith muscles, the devil gonna rip it away from you. But if he does rip it away from you, don't sit there and cry like a spoiled brat. Get in God's gym and begin to work out and go out and take back what belongs to you. The devil goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I want you to notice, it said may. May means that there's a possibility that he can't do it. Well, you need to make sure that you're not one of those that he may devour. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Tools for Navigating Life Package. Included is the best-selling book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit by Ken Hagan, and God's Positioning System by Lynette Hagan. All three resources for just $21.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. But hey, your KTF, Kendall the Flame Flame. Women's Conference is coming up September 25th through 27th, Thursday through Saturday. Hey, go register now, ladies. Register online. You can go to rhema.org slash KTF. Hey, our husbands, go register your wife and get her set up and get her hotel rooms and everything and surprise her. Yes, Yes, ladies like surprises. It's a great, great great conference. One of the best women's conferences around. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, Ken Hagen continues his empowering series, Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen. So plan to be with us 